week one is typically the fourth preseason game, you're going to try to get up and you're going to realize, oh, I can't, I can't get up. Like there's, there's no way. So teams like that, they're going to have persistent issues. The Titans, I think the Rams are going to have those issues too. I don't think the Rams are going to be the Rams of old. I think they're going to, that left tackle position is a problem. The running acquisition is a real problem too. And the wide receiver room is decimated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you know about benchmark? They're speaking the facts that you wanna hear. They're the jersey, the vision is clear. Diamonds glisten like a chandelier. You know what I'm here for, like Michelle Lynch. It clutch time, we do not flinch. Real brothers, we do not switch. Hit home runs with the right pitch. Who run the city? What to do when they hating on you? I feel like Kobe 2010. Taking an L, all I need is a win. This is business, you know how they go. They playing the seeds, now it's time to grow. Tune in now, gotta be in the know. Showtime, bitch, my butter blow. We know. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Bench Mob ENT. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, share it with a friend. Miles, smooth operator, Davenport. How you doing tonight? I've been better, but you know, it's only it's only up from here. That's all I'm, I'm gonna say right now. CJ, Cincinnati's very own. How you doing? We're gonna get into the game. We're gonna get into the game, but I got a little uh Pet peeve I need to get off my chest real quick. That's unrelated to sports. New York has to do better. New York has to do better. I'm not talking about the Jets. I'm not talking about the Knicks. I'm not talking about the Yankees. I'm talking about the city of New York. I went into the office today for the first time, right? Bro, every street corner in Manhattan smells like piss. Every single street corner. It is absolutely nothing new. That's New York. What do you mean? No, 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 no. Bro, today was foul. I was in close corridors on the subway in 82-degree weather. Bro, if you are holding on to the metal thing, your armpits should not be smelling musty. And there was too many people that was just comfortable smelling musty. Way mm. too many people. And, and these people these people have jobs. These people have hot water at their house. People are just walking around smelling musty because it's comfortable. So It must smell, it must smell like Old Spice in Cincinnati because I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You got jokes. Uh, it smells like good hygiene, is what it smells like. <laughs> but that's my little that's my little pet peeve. So I'm a little annoyed today. Hey, Greg, Mr. Hot Takes Debate Your Mother Sins Mayor. How you doing tonight? I'm doing a little better than Miles and Chris. Let's put it that way. I'm doing a little better than them. I ain't, I ain't smell no weird odors today in New York. And I don't know nothing about I mean, that's just New York, by the way, Chris. I don't know, bro. You ain't been there. Yeah, no. but see, that's the problem. Like, we accept that. Nah. I don't be going out there. That's the thing. I don't go out I, there. I ain't going to be going out there anymore either, for the Frank. Because that, that show is crazy, bro. <laughs> week one of the NFL is done. We're looking forward to week two. No Tyreek, no problem. Pat Mahomes looked like Pat Mahomes. They had no Tyreek, and he balled out. 365, five TDs. He really could have had seven TDs if he wanted. And he had, what, 76.9% completion rate? Tyreek Hill balled out. What was y'all takeaways from watching that Chiefs game and seeing, dang, Mr. Stutt? 
Pat Mahomes gonna do what Pat Mahomes does. Pat Mahomes is great. He, he's getting paid all that money for, for a reason. He was 30 of 39. Like, Tyreek Hill, it doesn't matter if he's there or not. He has other rep- weapons that he can go to. I'm really impressed with, with Travis Kelsey and how consistent he can be, you know, in his career. Like, it seems like no one can really stop him at that position. He plays tight end, but he runs his routes like a wide receiver, and he's just a mismatch all day long for, for these linebackers. So, you know, he did his thing like he normally does, but – yeah, man, the, the Chiefs ain't missed a step, and, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire came up big, too. Obviously, last year being injured a ton, him catching two uh, touchdowns, you know, th- this Chiefs team is going to be scary. Yo, how long it, How long before you think Travis Kelsey is the best tight end ever in history? Ooh, good question. Um, Who are we putting above him right now? I feel like it's um, all relative, though, because, I mean, um, they throw it way more in this NFL. So of course his numbers are going to be a lot better than what, you know, Tony Gonzalez, Shannon Sharp, who else could we name that? That's Gronk. Wrong. I think Gronk is the Gronk. best one of all time. Yeah. I, th- I think, I think Gronk, Gronk has it just based on, on titles alone. It's a combination of things. Um, but I think if he keeps going on this track and they can win a couple more rings and all that, like, and they can, um, you can obviously consider him one of the great, probably the greatest, right? Because Travis Kelsey is a complete package. I don't know if he's as good of a blocker as Gronk is. And, you know, there's a lot more to, you know, playing the position than just being fancy with your feet and all that. Um, but I, I think, you know, no, seriously, but I think that. They called him a ballerina. Travis plays the way he looked, you know, but that's, that's, that's the reality of it. And Gronk played the way he looked, you know, and so, you know, you can put those two things together. It makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I think Gronk is, is probably the greatest because he's, he's the greatest combination of both things. He's a receiving threat, and he's also a guy who will block and move and maul people in the run game. And I don't know if Travis Kelsey's a maul in the run game. So maybe that's maybe that's the difference. But, you know, you went to a couple more rings, you could have that conversation. But um, the question that ran through my mind is, are the, Car- are the Cardinals ass? That's what I was thinking. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't take – the Chiefs are what the Chiefs are. Fine. They're really good. They're, but – are you guys really like 38 points better than that Cardinals team? So what are the Cardinals? What that's the real question for me. Was was Kyle Murray playing Call of Duty the night before? I don't understand. What, what happened? I feel like we knew this was gonna happen though, because no D Hop when D Hop's not in the lineup, it's not it's not really Yeah, but are we are we gonna give him a pass again because D Hop's not in the lineup? Like I feel like at some point we need to hold Kyler Murray accountable. Tyler Murray just got yeah. paid $189 million guaranteed money, $230 million deal. Like at some point, D hop or not, you got to be that guy. He didn't, he didn't put together those two scoring drives till the fourth quarter when the game was already out of reach. Like there's, there's no reason for Kyler Murray to be this out of sync when, when you're getting paid that much money, you got to get, find a way to get your team in a rhythm early. I mean, he's throwing to AJ green and who knows who else, Greg Dorch. These guys, I, I don't think these are the, the winning options for this team. Not to make any more excuses. So we'll see what happens in, in week two against the Raiders. I think, I think that uh, my man Cliff Kingsbury can get fired if this thing continues. They don't, you know, if they don't have a good season here, it'll be over. It'll be over and it'll be over fast. That, that franchise has been pretty impatient about winning since they've gotten Kyle Murray. They feel like this is their window. And they don't feel like they're taking advantage of their window, and they're right about that. Yeah, and games like this don't make you feel any better about that. So, 
Cliff Kingsbury's job is on the line, I feel like, this year. He's in a hot seat. And I feel like no one's really talking about that. Because I think he's wild because he just got an extension. Cliff, yeah, they get Cliff, the GM, and Kyler all got extensions. Yes, all, all three of them got extensions. But Cliff couldn't get fired after this season if they, don't, if they underperformed? It depends on how much money they gave him. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure how that's. I like, think he what, would get. He would get one more year after this. Yeah. Hmm. My, my problem with Kyler Murray is not not the studying film or anything like that. I'm sure that plays a part in it too. But like, yo, when you listen to him in his press conference after the game, he's talking like it's not his fault. Like like nothing happened. And I think it's a, an accountability aspect. And that's what they was talking about in the off season. When when he approached the media at the end of the game, he he was saying we got to do a better job executing and, and it comes down to execution at the end of the day, but he never took accountability as the leader of that offense, as the leader of that team and said, look, it starts with me. I got to play better. I got to get my team in a rhythm early. Like, yo, what are you doing? Like putting together two fourth quarter drives when their backups are already in, like that's not doing anything. Yeah. His stats look way better because of that. Exactly. Yeah. 22 of 34 for 190 something yards. Like, come on, bro. You struggled all game. Terrible. Other quarterbacks that struggled, Trey Lance, Joe Burrow, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. Out of all these quarterbacks that I kind of just mentioned right here, I know it's only in week one, and we love to do this. Who are we most concerned about? It's obviously that you we're just making it bigger than what it is, but based off this week one, who gives you the most concern after their performance as a quarterback? I might have to throw Trey Lance in that conversation. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily just off the fact that they were playing in, you know, a hurricane like game. <laughs> like there was there was puddles every time you stepped on that field. So I don't think Trey Lance was at fault because it's not like Justin Fields really played that great either. He did throw two touchdowns, but it's nice. it, did, it was an ugly game. It was an, a, a really ugly game. So. I think let's let's give him a couple weeks. Again, he was raw coming out. Didn't want him to play last year. This is kind of his rookie season right here to to move and improve. But yeah, I'm not ready to give up on him yet. I've heard people, you know, kind of slandering his name, which is fine. Like you don't like him as a quarterback, cool. But you kind of have to give him a chance to, you know, get those lumps out this year. I wonder why they don't like him. I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know, but yo, seriously, I'm not, I'm not shaking his head. You know I'm right. <laughs> you know I'm right. But um, no, nah, I mean. Well, it's because of his barber. That's why they don't like him. Yeah, all right. All right, that should, it's receding. There's no barber that can save that hairline. It's done. But um, <laughs> it's over him. I, I, I don't, I, I have concern. I guess I have a little concern. A little bit, but it's like small, like because the other because Justin Fields played well on the side. I feel like he played well. I feel like he made plays and needs to make plays. He he reversed field, threw a ball across across the field. It was a really nice play. He he made things happen, and he had a really nice throw to the one of the Saint one of the Saint Brown brothers. He had a really really nice throw in the back the corner of the end zone too that he made. Justin Fields looked great. He looked great. I know it's not about who looked great; it's about who you're concerned about. But uh, I would I would say he's Trey, Trey Lance is concerning. Baker Mayfield had some concerning moments in that Browns game, his revenge tour, where he says he's going to F them up. He ain't F nobody up, right? So I, I, it just didn't look 
it, it didn't look great on that side either, right? It, and this is big. What are, this is Baker's last dance too. We don't talk about it because we only we only we don't talk about you know Daniel Jones' last dance and all that and all that other stuff. But this is this is his last dance. Like the Joe Burrow thing, uh, I don't I don't have any concern. Like, he, he's great. The great ones are gonna have stinkers. It is what it is. That's that's still as even to make anybody look like a fool. It's a great defense. It just is. You know, and and I know certain Bengals fans that took it too took them too lightly, and you know they they learned their lesson. I hope. But you know, like the reality is that that defense is really good. The other side of it is a team or Baker Mayfield who didn't play a, a great defense and really struggled. Just you know, like it's one of those things where you you have you have concerns seeing that. You have concerns seeing guys in year four make this make a lot of the same mistakes you know and that's that's where you know you get you get a little concerned there so i think baker's really the guy who stands up to me as the most concerning out of all the guys who struggled this weekend are, are we concerned about Derek carr and his three interceptions i mean Derek Carr is what he is he is what he is he ain't, he ain't that good like he is what he is he's, he's solid he's all right you call you can win a ring with him i guess that like you can you can but he's okay yeah, like, but have the piece the have the pieces. I get it. Char, Chargers have a great defense too. Probably probably one of the, one of the best defenses in the league. But to have the pieces that he had on 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 the outside and to make those costly mistakes as a veteran, um, you got to throw his, his name in that conversation as well for for players that you're concerned about. If I'm gonna do that, then I gotta be concerned about Joe Burrow. And I, I'm not concerned. You know what I mean? No, like, you can't you can't put Joe Burrow and, and Derek Carr in the same scale. Relax. It, Derek Carr is some equity. It's okay. Like. He, he is what he is. It's going to be ups. It's going to be downs. It'd be like Kirk Cousins having a bad game, which he probably will next week. Like, you know what I mean? But Kirk Cousins, I know what he is. Like, I know his body already. I know what that is. So I don't not, you know, like, I don't expect greatness from him. I don't. This reason why I don't think the Vikings are serious. I think they're, they're cute. They're fun. But they're not serious to me. But we'll talk about it. But because of him. It's because of him. It's not because of the, the roster. The roster is great. It's because of their quarterback. You know what I mean? Like We're going to talk about the Vikings, that's for sure. All right, because yeah, Kirk, Kirk out there looking like looking like the damn thing right now. All right, you would side. We gotta talk about a rock. Are Chris we getting mentioned. into it? We getting into it right now. Chris mentioned he ain't really had no targets. He ain't had nobody really to throw it to, and it looked like that. Twenty-two for thirty-four, only one ninety-five, one interception, and a fumble loss. No TDs for Aaron. Rodgers. Any concern with that team just because seemed like he ain't got nobody to throw to? Yeah, I think he'll figure it out. I think he'll figure it out. I do too. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. I really do. I really do. Yo, listen, y'all, y'all, y'all can have that basketball ish. That's y'all conversation, right? But leave this football ish to me. Leave, leave this, <laughs> leave, leave this to me, because I, I called this. I called this a few months back. I called this a few months back. First of all, so they clinched. Hold up, they clinched the division already. What happened? Right, they clinched. (laughs) Yo, and I like what you said in the the text message too about uh, you know, we basing everything off of off of week one, but uh, there really is a a problem with Green Bay. Like, and it it starts with the offensive line. Aaron Rodgers was getting beat up. He was getting beat up. Their offensive line looked very, very suspect. And if you're banking on Sammy Watkins, who first of all, when people think about Sammy Watkins, what do you think about? You don't think about the highlights that he did in the NFL. There's not there's not many highlights of Sammy Watkins in the NFL to go off of. So so when you're Sammy Watkins' name carries weight because of what he did in college. He's been around the league. He's been he's been around the league for quite some time now. 
So if you're if you're banking on him being the the main target for Green Bay, like you can throw that out the window because that's not going to happen. Watson, that rookie from North Dakota State, dropped a wide open touchdown pass, and you can see the level of frustration in Aaron Rodgers' face after after these plays with the, with these guys because they're young. And he called them out in preseason. He told he said like, hey, you know they're dropping catches in, in practice and it doesn't look right good right now. They got to they got to pick it up, and here they come out again, week one flat. He just doesn't have the security blanket that he once had in, in Devontae Adams, and it's definitely starting to show. Obviously, Alan Lazard was out. He was injured. But even when you get him back and, and Robert Tunyon is there, like, yes, he'll have those connections. He'll be able to make things work. He'll be able to move the ball down the field, but not this, to the same level that he could with Devontae Adams, and it's really going to show because these players, yo, some players aren't meant to be starters right away, right? And Devontae Adams leaving – forces dubs and Christian Watson to step up when maybe they're not even ready. You know, a lot of players need to sit back, learn from the guy in front of them for a year. And you can't expect greatness out of them right away just because they're playing with Aaron Rodgers. That's a lot of pressure. Hold, hold on real quick. Pump your break, run the brakes. Yeah. No, no, sir. Okay. Cause you said you got the football stuff, but you, you, you address right. half the story. You're addressing half the story. What, the other side of this is that the Packers have let Aaron Rodgers down which you've been talking about forever. And this is why he's in the situation because in reality, you should be taking offensive players in that in the first round of the draft to surround him with more talent. So when a guy like Devontae Adam ups and leaves, you have other guys to throw the ball to. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't take nobody, uh, no offensive off weapons in the first round. And now he has nothing around him. And he turned to a bunch of un, undrafted dudes, dubs and, 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 and Lazard and, and all this nonsense. So yeah, you're going to have a really crappy looking offense when you don't take offensive players and around Aaron Rodgers the talent he deserves and you have the best one of the best quarterbacks of all time and you're not supporting it that makes no sense to me just, that, just that's completely action. fair I I agree with you, you know, so I don't blame Aaron Rodgers and I don't think anyone's blaming him I'm not you know what I, mean? I don't think you are I'm not saying you are nah, yeah yeah I I, but, I agree with you 100 I don't I don't think this is on Aaron Rodgers fault I'm just saying it's going to lead to them not being the team that they have been these past several years well, that, that being hey, so, did, did, did you see did you see Kirk Cousins his poise and him moving the ball down the field targeting Justin Jefferson Justin Jefferson played absolutely amazing by the way but the Packers the Packers defense looked suspect as well they had no they had no answer for Dalvin Cook and, and Madison none okay. whatsoever okay but you gave 184 yards to one receiver and you only they all, the other team only scored 23 points so where that leads me to go is all right well the defense probably wasn't that bad. It was more so, okay, we're tired. You guys aren't scoring points. We're back on the field so quick because you guys aren't aren't even sustaining drives. So here we are, just dead tired, and we can't we we can't cover. We can't hold up. I was already know the defensive problem. I just think it's a problem where you can't sustain drives. You kid, you're not your run game's not there. You're not you're not you're not getting any for moving the chains with the pass to the pass game. It's you know like it's a, I just think <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I know Kirk Cousins. I know that man. And that man, <laughs> he's, he's made of the same stuff those Dallas Cowboys are made of. He's made of that same stuff. Yeah, yeah man, he's it. made with that. He made with that China material. Like it ain't, it ain't book the lies. So when it's time, when it counts, in the biggest one, when the Viking fans are ready to celebrate, he's going to let them down because that's what he does. That's what that man does. I'm telling you, he's gonna miss just a wide open Justin Jefferson and silver his head right into the arm of Jay Alexander. For the, and that that game will decide will decide who wins that 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 the NFC North and it'll it'll be right there it'll be right there I'm telling you something like that it's just ridiculous the way he, he lets people down he's not that good 
We'll see. I think I think it's gonna be different for him this year. I hope so. Ah, uh, you yeah, you don't know you don't know him. Though. You're not a you you weren't around in the Kirk Cousins enough. You were rooting for those NFC East teams and he's with the Redskins. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him, bro. I know I know what he is. I know what he is. I, I I'm not concerned. I'm not too concerned about the Packers. I mean, yeah, it's the the receiving situation is terrible, but that franchise has let Aaron Rodgers down for a long time. He should have tried to leave. He should have stood, you know, stood, stood stood his ground and tried to leave when he had the chance, and instead he stayed for the bread. So it is what it is. Hold up, is it, how is it not his fault though? I don't know. You tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me why you think it's his fault. Because all this uncertainty. Oh, I don't know if I want to come back. All this. That's the reason why Devontae left. Devontae's not I, leaving if Rodgers makes his. That's no, that he wants to stay. My, my argument is that you should have more than Devontae there in the first place, anyways. You shouldn't be this bear at the position when Devontae leaves. That doesn't but make they, sense. They, they weren't. They weren't that bear. Mark uh, Valdez Scanlon left too. He was a big part of that offense, and I Alan guess. Lazard is, is hurt. So I mean, those three are, are you know three decent wide or one great wide receiver and two decent wide receivers. So they weren't bear. Person. When they did, when they draft, are you and begging this team draft a wide receiver in, in round one forever? And when they finally drop a wide receiver in round one, they take Christian Watson, and that's that's like really, that, that's an organizational problem. That's an organizational problem. There's no other way to put it. Like you, how is that the player you come up with? That makes no sense. I'm not saying Christian Watson might end up being great this season. He's plays with a great quarterback. I'm sure have plenty of opportunities. He'll get better, but it, it's it's still like what the, it just it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. You saw what Patrick Mahomes dealing with. All right, you lose Tyreek Hill. Guess what? Okay, we're gonna get you Juju. We're gonna get you Skyler, Skyler, whatever, Skyler Moore. We're gonna get you um, what, what's Valdez the dude? Vandes, yeah, not that he really matters. Who are the, who's the other guys he has? Uh, uh, I don't know. He has the receiver. Hardman, Hardman, right? Like they get him weapons and let's go to war. You know, you get your you get your guys knives. Do it. Kyle Murray's got. They gave him everything. You know, Ertz, all this. AJ Green, D Hop. Like, so what's the excuse over in in Green Bay? What are they doing? I don't, I don't want is it because no one wants to go live in Wisconsin? I get that. If it's that, I, I trust me, I understand. But it ain't a free agency thing. This is about drafting guys, and they don't do a good job of that. They don't do good drafting offensive weapons. How you got Randall Cobb and he's on his, he's on his 18th year? You got a replay. <laughs> that makes no sense. That makes no sense. It's, 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 you know, it's a bigger problem than Aaron Rodgers. You want to talk about his receivers all we want and how he's indecisive and how, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a douche. He's a douchebag. I, I, he is. But it ain't it is that's not why these guys they have no receivers, you know. So I'm more mad at the organization. Hey, I want to ask y'all this: another quarterback, right? Y'all got any concern with Matthew Stafford how he showed, and the Rams in general? They got spanked opening night. Any concern? That's Matt Stafford. I, you know, like your running game is non-existent. You can't run the ball. And when you saw that, you know, the Rams offense, Sean McVay offense is always about run, play, action, run, play, action, run, play, action. That's the thing. And when you, you can't play action, you can't run the ball. So now you, you have to you know, leave it up to Stafford to beat this team out of shotgun. He's down Van Jefferson, no Odell. Allen Robinson was out there just getting cardio in. So it's a tough situation. It's tough. Like, it's a lot to – and, and look – he gets a lot of hype because he won that Super Bowl, but we know we know who Stafford is, right? Like we know that Detroit's we know Detroit Stafford. It ain't the first time he's looked like that. So there's concern, but McVay's smart. They'll figure it out. They'll, and they're, but but their tackle situation is weird. They got they got a weird situation at left tackle. So we'll we'll see what's going on there. They lost they lost my man Whitworth. So it's tough. 
What do, what do y'all think? Y'all think I'm bugging? Like, no, I think I think he got exposed because he played a really good Bills secondary. They have arguably the the greatest well, combo. In- yeah, but Von Miller also was wrecking that game. Of That's course, of, and that just adds to it. He had no time. Yeah, and I I think that I think obviously the the issues on the line, right? And and Stafford's individual issues with with him i think i think they're relying too much on stafford's arm at the end of the day like you said they have no run game they do the committee with henderson and cam Akers. cam Akers didn't look good at all um you know henderson looked looked fine but again it, the bills have a really great defense especially in their secondary so when when they're clicking on all cylinders and you're relying on stafford to throw 80 percent of the time issues are going to show up they also better hope they get Odell back too. By the way, um, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to sign with them. Uh, it would be surprising. I, I mean, I don't know where he wants to go live in cold ass Buffalo, but I don't. I don't know what the alternatives are. He can go. He's always welcome to come back to New York, but I, I think they need someone who's going to get open ninety percent of the time, and that's Odell Beckham Jr. And they, they better get him back. They need to get him back. It's that's going to be important, especially if your your O line is compromised as it is and your run game's compromised, you're not going to be the same team, right? So you better get a guy like that back and get open quick and get yak. You know, like you need someone to get yards after the catch. And that's Odell Beckham. So they miss him. They definitely miss him. You can see they miss him. There's a void there. I agree. I don't have no problems with that. Tone up, tone played music, but we didn't hear it. Yeah, we we didn't hear it. I I, I thought he paused the the thing. He didn't know he, uh, he played music. You ain't nobody heard it. I didn't hear, hear it. No. Uh, we heard it, it's like. Oh, I heard it. Clap if you your hands. You know it. Clap your hands every week now after the season, after every game. We are going to do a segment now called Who's Real and Who's Fake? Mm. Based off of the games, based off the players, who's real, who's fake? Starting off, we're going to go with Jameis. 26 with 34, 269, two TDs. Are we saying Jameis, that performance is real, or are we saying it's fake? I'm going to say it's fake because then he'll come and, like, throw 15 for 38 with three picks and then you're like oh what happened james i thought you were you were improving because last year he looked good before he got hurt but you're always waiting for the shoe to drop with james that's the thing ever mm. since he's been in the league there's just been mental errors that he makes so if he's gotten rid of that then you know he's real but until that comes <laughs> i'm gonna say he's fake i'm, I'm gonna agree with miles in this one I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say the black quarterback has mental issues. I won't do that. I won't push that narrative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna like like go. It's real. I don't think the mental things is there anymore. Like he was talking about, you know, the shoulders is the knees, and then the head is matching. Like he's there mentally. I really. I think this is going to be a consistent season all the way out for Jameis. Like you said, he played well before the injury. So I'm going with real. I'm a. I'm a. Go out on a limb and believe in Jameis this year. I want the Jameis believer. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with real too. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he proves us wrong, Tone, and uh, comes out and, and leads the league. You know, thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions again. So uh, that was only two years ago. So we'll, we'll see so how, you're going how he with fares. Basically, huh? you're going, basically, you're going with fake. That's the truth. <laughs> it's not real. You're saying it's fake. I'm going with fake real. <laughs> Who's real? Who's fake? Tua, 23 for 33, two touchdowns. They got the win. Are we saying Tua's performance is real or is it fake? Before anyone answers, before anyone answers, I just want to say Tua did the impossible the other day. Tua threw the perfect bounce pass in the middle of the game to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> On like a, on like a twenty yard dig, yeah, to a bounce pass, and it bounced perfectly right into his hand. I just want to say that's, that's an incredible amount of skill that it takes to do that. It's like skipping a rock, you know. I thought Zach was the only only guy quarterback in the league throwing bounce passes, but apparently Tua, <laughs> it, it was working on his basketball skills this offseason too. So I just want to say that. I'm, but, gonna, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's fake just based off the fact that one, like you said, he he threw a bounce pass, but I also noticed uh, a poor throw that. Tyreek made him look incredible on when Ty- he threw the bomb down downfield. Tyreek had to stop in his stride, come back, moss the guy, and then, you know, go at, go ahead and, and get the yards after catch. But, you know, that's accuracy for, for me with Tua is, is going to be a big issue. I think Ty- Tyreek is going to make him look better than he actually is. Uh, so I'm not buying into it. You go in doing the West Coast offense, throwing the ball 10 to 15, 20 yards down the field at a time. And he's good on those throws, but it's, it, I don't know if a defense can really make him take a deep shot. Like, crowd those areas of the field and then make him throw the ball deep because that's where his problem is. He's throwing the ball down the field, clearly. Plus, so, too, the, the Patriots secondary, it's not it's not like the Patriots secondary of old, right? This is, this is a secondary where they're still trying to figure it out themselves. They're, they're still trying to get the right pieces there, and, and frankly, they don't have the right pieces there. Sir, sir, they lost a man. They lost a guy, J.C. Jackson. That's a real concern. Uh, Miles, what do you think? You're the, you're the tool believer on the podcast. If I guess it ain't anybody else, you think he's a wine or something? I'm gonna say it's fake, but he's gonna look real this year just because he has he's got Waddle, he's got Tyreek. So we saw on Sunday, Waddle caught that one pass, took it to the crib. Nobody could catch him. That's what's gonna happen all year. They got those two. Receivers who are very similar. So you just got to get it to the, the weapons. That's the main goal in the league. You got to get to your weapons and let them show out. So they need to do a bunch of screens with Tyreek and, and Waddle, these short routes that they can go out and get yards after catch and, and make Tua look like the man. No, nah, just do these 20 yard go routes that they've been doing. 20 yard go routes. <laughs> 20 yard go route is crazy. Oh, my God. Next one, who's real, who's fake? Carson Wentz, four TDs, two interceptions, 313 in a win. Fake. On the, on the commandos. Yeah, fake. Fake. He ain't, he ain't commanding. The talent's there. The talent's there. So he's got all the talent around him. He's got Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin. He's got the weapons, Antonio Gibson. So, yeah, this could be one of those years that, he surprises some people. I mean, four touchdowns is no joke. The two picks, of course, you're going to, you know. Oh, he threw two picks? He threw yeah. two picks, yeah. Of course but, he did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course he did. Of but course he did. That's because his game is more of the, the gunslinger. So. That comes with it. That comes with it. So, I think 
this is kind of what they needed. The uh, I almost said the Redskins, the commando, commandos, commando, <laughs> commando, almost said commandos. <laughs> He's a commandos. Bro. He didn't even want to say that, bro. I didn't. I forget what team they are. So, um, the Washington football team. That was better. That was the best name. The football but team. I think this is the best quarterback they've had here since Donovan McNabb. So, I mean, that's that's just a a start dark and in, in, indictment on their ability to find quarterbacks more than anything else. But I don't believe in them. I, I cannot wait to play them. I'm excited about playing them. Uh, I know they have weapons, but they have that guy quarterback. So I'm gonna get the ball a couple times and I'm gonna get a couple turnovers. And, um, you know, he is what he is. I think he, at this point he is what he is. Like we're not gonna get a Geno Smith story out of this guy. Okay. And I'm sure his name's gonna come up, but we're not gonna get that out of him. We're gonna get some, some, some turnaround. Like I just, you know, he does, he makes the stupid mistake too often. He's been in the league too long to make these kind of mistakes. And last year was a serious, I mean, last year he was in a more, a very talented team with an amazing run, uh, amazing running back and a really amazing old line. And you still couldn't just play point guard to get that team to the playoffs. I, so me, I'm, I'm out, like I'm out on him. And I think at some point this, you, you beat the Jaguars like that. You don't got to believe in me. It's the Jaguars. You know what I mean? Like, it's the team. The only team less serious than the Commandos is the Jaguars and and and, and uh, our failed engine jets. Speaking it up before we go to the next one. A lot of people, again, it's only week one, but a lot of people are saying that Dotson should be in that conversation for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Do y'all see him possibly being able to pull it out. What was his numbers? It was, uh, what, two catches? No, three catches for 40 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, yeah, if he's getting numbers like that, he's going to get more targets as the year goes on, as he gets more comfortable with Carson Wentz. It's possible. I mean, most rookies don't come in their first game and catch two touchdowns, let alone the game-winning touchdown, which was a clutch catch. So. I think it's possible. It's possible. It is. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it's impossible. Sure. I mean, Pickens didn't have a catch, but that's because Mr. Brisky sucks. Or he had maybe he had one catch for like three yards. So it's, you know, he can certainly be in the conversation. There's always one surprise candidate every year, and he could easily be that candidate. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch sucks, or the, or the Bengals held him in check? Which no, one? no, Mitch sucks. It ain't, it ain't about no Eli Apple. You're the Bengals, son. You guys got Eli Apple playing cornerback. Yeah, and Eli Apple played great that game, so I don't know what you're talking about. And and first of all, the Eli Apple is, he looks like he should be in blood diamond. Listen, we'll, we'll get to the Steelers, but they only scored one offensive touchdown. It was it was their defense that that really rallied. But go ahead. Who's the next one? You know, you, you ever seen blood diamond, Chris? No, I haven't. And nor 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 do I want to hear what you have to say. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. No, <laughs> yo, yo, watch that. Watch it. Tell me you laugh. I don't look like the guy who said, oh, this is my sh- I'm the captain. Now. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. You mix the movies now. That's that's a totally different movie. He just he whatever. Just, he, 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 Apple Somalian. Whatever Rwanda, I don't know what this will tell Rwanda. I don't care. He said, oh, I'm the captain now. He do look like him though. He do. <laughs> He said Eli Apple out here stealing boats. Yo, Eli who's Apple real? Right in Wakanda. <laughs> who's real? Who's fake? Greg mentioned it. Perfect transition. Geno Smith. They get the win. 
They rain on Russell's less rod return. Who's real? Who's fake? Are y'all any chance saying Geno Smith's performance is real? They wrote me off. I ain't right back. Yeah. Talk that cash, Gino. They wrote me off. I ain't right back. I mean, it's not like he... It's not like he lit the whole thing yeah, yeah, on fire. But it, it was he he played a solid game doing what he needed to do to get the win. Do I think he's real? No. I think I think a real defense – I mean, they do have a real defense, but I think a defense that comes prepared is going to give him fits. Um, but it was a nice story. That was one of those games where it's like they're at home. They're playing their former quarterback. It's like everything was stacked – kind of in their favor to pull off the upset in that game so yeah the energy too right yeah the energy was right behind him the whole game so i think i'm gonna leave it at that i'd like to see him follow it up with another game because with gino he has games like this where he looks really good and then other games where you know he looks like looks like the guy from the jets when he was getting knocked out by Ikempa Pali or something i forget his name but He's working in cold somewhere, so <laughs> that was his last straw. I'm Gino, sure he. I'm sure he didn't watch that game on Monday night. Gino's gonna take them on a, uh, a take take those fans on a roller coaster ride this season. There's gonna be a lot of zombies. There's gonna be ups. There's gonna be downs, um, and all that. And credit to, I mean, look, you should enjoy this moment. It was a, it was a good win, but there were it felt like there were a lot of you know forces in their in their favor in that game. It just kind of felt, look. Nathaniel Hackett was, was practically coaching for the Seahawks anyways, okay? We're going to talk about this game. Talk about Hackett and how he's the worst coach in football, and it was the worst coach I've seen in my entire life. And I saw Joe Judge kneel in, his, in, in our own five-yard line with, like, 10 minutes to go in a game or whatever. So I've seen some pretty bad foot, bad coaching, and I don't think I've seen anything. I've never seen worse clock management. You run 30 seconds off your clock, to, to, and then you try to kick a 64-yard field goal on the it just doesn't make any sense like he was horrible and he looked on the side like an idiot like a babbling idiot he looks horrible if you put a picture up on him of, of him just on the screen he looks horrible he doesn't he doesn't look he know what he's doing he, he, you know what i mean that was just a horrible display of coaching so yeah give Gino the credit but that coach man that coach was he should be fired after that one game i, I feel strongly about this fire him like he is not the guy he is not he, you're you're Broncos are not going to ride. The ride is not operational. The ride is not, the ride not, nah, indeed. Fire him. Do y'all think, though, with that one performance, is he's going to be the downfall of the Broncos this season? It seems like they have the roster to go there and be a championship contending team, but first showing against a Seahawks team that nobody expected for it to be close. Will he be the downfall of Les Rod? Well, he can't be like Pete Carroll. He's got to trust his quarterback. Like, you paid him all this money to come over here and lead your franchise, and you, you don't even trust him in the first game of the season? Like, who cares if you lose week one? But for you, for you to lose that way, where fourth and five, you let 30 seconds run down, then you use a timeout to just kick a longest field goal in NFL history, I just don't understand it. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. But as a, a head coach, you have growing pain. So it's his first game. Hopefully he learns from it. He won't make that mistake again. I hope not. And if he does, I hope Russell Wilson audibles and 
says, forget what you're talking about. Well, this is my you team. Heard, you heard what Richard Sherman said? What? Talking about on a on a podcast that Russell Wilson doesn't have that stain that Peyton Manning and Drew Brees had where it's in their hands to make that call, right? Where where they could call the timeout and and you know, Russell Wilson looks to the sideline for for that. Um if he did, sure. they'd have two Super Bowls. So he need to yeah. listen to some future because maybe he put some future one, he might be able to have that stain. He listening a little bit too much to Kirk Franklin. <laughs> I thought I thought I, yo, you see the, in the video before the game, he was like, he was like in the middle of the field and he had his arms out and he's clearly in his crazy worship back, which I respected. But what, what are you think he's listening to? You think he's listening to Andy Minio or something? <laughs> he had to go there. <laughs> he had to go there. It was Lecrae or something like that. He had to go there. <laughs> yeah. How long do y'all think it takes for a team to get into to get settled in? Because it's week one. Some teams like the Bengals off to a slow start from just the one game off to a slow start. How long do you think it takes for teams to get settled in? Especially being that a lot of the teams, the championship contending teams, they didn't play their starters in the preseason. So how long do you think it's gonna take for it to actually we're gonna see the Bengals as the Bengals? We're gonna see the Rams as the Rams. A couple weeks, I would think. I mean, I heard a, a point someone made like week one is kind of like the fourth preseason game because now you get the starters in there. They're playing together, some of them for the first time all, all year, and that chemistry is not there. So you need that first week to kind of work the kinks out, and then you're rolling after that. You hope. Some teams I would... don't get off the ground, though. Some, huh? teams don't get off, some teams don't get off the ground, though. Some teams – their issues are, are, are persistent. You know, they just, they're, they're problems that you can't really fix over time. Um, you just need that. You need, you need an off season to fix it. And I think there are certain teams that are those good teams we're talking about that, that could go up, could try to get off the mat and they can't get up. Um, the Rams are one of them. The Titans too. The Titans are, Oh my God. The Titans have a lot of issues that game. I mean, <laughs> they don't, their wide receivers are horrible. Mm-hmm. They don't have wide receivers and, and Derrick Henry, as good as he is, when you're stacking a box and you have a team who can play winning the trenches and your offensive line isn't as good as it has been in years past, you know, good luck. Good luck. Because you're putting a lot of games in the hands of Ryan Tannehill with, with subpar wide receivers. I don't know what the, was in the logic of trading a guy like A.J. Brown. I don't get it. I, I don't understand. That's just being cheap and having bad ownership. But it's going to bite you. So a team like that, who's used to winning over the last couple of years, they're going to try to get up off that mat. Because, you know, like you were talking about, that week one is typically the fourth preseason game. You're going to try to get up, and you're going to realize, oh, I can't, I can't get up. Like, there's, there's no way. So teams like that, they're going to have persistent issues. The t- Titans, I think the Rams are going to have those issues too. I don't think the Rams are going to be the Rams of old. I think they're going to – that left tackle position is a problem. The running back position is a real problem too. And the wide receiver room is decimated. And, and by the time it gets up and going again, in that division, if they're – It might be too late because the, the 49ers are going to figure it out. This Trey Lance thing's not look, they're gonna figure it, they're gonna be good. It's Kyle Shanahan. They're gonna they have all their guys, they're gonna be good. So good luck. And I I we're, we're, Ayuk is Ayuk's probably gonna have a breakout year. Like it's gonna be, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna really get going. It's gonna happen for them. But a team like the Rams, Titans, it could really struggle. I think the Bengals will be fine. <laughs> I've fallen and I, I can't get up. They don't yeah, life alert. situations. Like, yeah, any life alert. Life, yeah. life alert. Before we go into each player. 
I say each player, each person choosing their player of the week. Shout out. I guess we could say this is the shout out game of the week. We got to shout out the Giants and Brian Dable. That's how a coach should coach. Start. That's how a coach should coach. You saw how much the Giants were actually around him and excited and believed him. That's how it should go. And Saquon Barkley, as I already told y'all, for y'all watching it, y'all already seen it on Instagram, Saquon Barkley is back. Back. Saquon Barkley is back. I'm done right there. I just had to give him the shout out and the love. Y'all can take it. I know Greg might want to talk a little bit more about how beautiful Saquon looked. Barry Sanders reincarnated, literally. I ain't got to speak. He's saying it all I got to say. I ain't got to speak on it. You know, like it, it was incredible. It, it was like watching. It was like watching LeBron is prime like that game, or like it was a little. It was a LeBron esque performance, like just complete domination from start to finish. I, I don't know what to say. I'm really excited. Well, he can really win MVP. He has a real chance to win MVP this year. It really, they're gonna be handing the ball off to a lot to him, throwing the ball to him a lot. It, he is gonna. And, and by the way, if you don't pick him in fantasy in the top three. I feel bad for you. I, I I picked him in fantasy. I got him. So I know I'm gonna reap the benefits of this guy going crazy. He is incredible. So I, look, that yeah, easy to play of the week. Easily. I know Justin Jefferson went credit crazy, and I know people will pick him, but I think what Saquon did in, in with the context of being hurt the last few years and against that rushing defense, against that D line to do that, whew, it, it's just the beginning. They're gonna have a lot of success running the ball through him. He's gonna have a crazy year this year. He's gonna and and like I've been saying forever. When that guy's healthy, he's the best running back in football. When he's right, he's the best He's the best running back in football. There's no one better. Hey, and I think, too, Dable, after that interception in end zone, to still have Danny Dimes go and get the you're, – you're going to still pass. We're going to still believe in you. I think that was huge for the rest of the season. That showed confidence because in the past, probably would have been like, all right, pull him. Now nah, we're done with him. Matter of fact, we're just going to run the ball the rest of the game. That showed confidence. And again, that was ultimately a great coaching job by David. Like, great coaching job, first game. Chris, who's your player of the week this week? My player of the week's actually on the defensive side, believe it or not. I'm going Minka Fitzpatrick with the Steelers. I mean, Minka, Minka, Minka balled the hell out. There's no denying it, right? You got to give the man his credit. He, he, he really showed why he's one of the best safeties in the league. Yo, one of the things that Minka got criticized a lot for last year was not coming downhill and letting too much stuff get to the second level. 14 tackles. He was everywhere. He was all around the football, 10 solo tackles, and to start the game, I think it was the second throw of the game. It was the first or second throw of the game, 34-yard pick six. Like, he just sets the tone for that defense. T.J. Watt is there, yes. T.J. Watt went out with an injury. They didn't miss a beat. He was fired up all game. He was talking – hella trash to Jamar Chase. They were drawing back and forth, and it just seemed like every play he was involved in, and it was, it was honestly impressive to watch. He's one of those players where you watch him and you're like, I wish this guy was on my team. I bet you wish he was on your team. I bet you wish a lot of people were on your team. So I don't know why you popping off right now. <laughs> Hold on, Chris, what's your record? Let me let me hear it. Let me hear it. We, we 0-1, Miles. All right. The Bengals play the Jets this year. Let's continue. Let's continue. Yeah, we, we yo, yo, hold on, hold on. The Bengals play the Jets in two weeks. At, at matter of fact, and we should all go get some nosebleed tickets and just go there. Where, where's it at? MetLife. It's at MetLife. Go get some forty dollars tickets and let's just go vibe. I don't watch, want watch some hillbilly to throw up on my back. Like you see what happens at these games. I'm this is dirty. This is these I was in Cincinnati dirty. to be specific, by the way. That's in Cincinnati. 
Stop it. That's some Cincinnati. I'm just that's saying. Right, that's right. He said he said she looked like she was at the Capitol riot. So Yo, <laughs> I remember like on Jan- we, need to, we need to ask where that woman was on January 6th. They pro- she should probably be locked up. I just just look looking at the image. Yo, know? if that's what's happening at Cincinnati games, imagine what happens at New York games because New York smells like piss, remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad they ain't in New York. Got a bunch of New Jersey people in there. Even worse. New Jersey's <laughs> dirtier. <laughs> Especially by the, especially by that stadium. Who's your uh, player of the week, Miles? I'm gonna just go with Saquon, honestly, because when you think about it, everybody wrote them off in week one. Everybody's kind of assuming that he's not gonna come back next year, and then he just proves that he's still one of the best players in the NFL. He single-handedly helped win that game. Like, there's no more rumors about it. I think he should be here moving forward. Like, he's their best weapon offensively. He just showed it. Like, if there's someone you get rid of, it's Kenny Kenny G. Because he's he's just out here, you know, you might as well be playing the saxophone like the other yeah, cardio. <laughs> he's not doing much for this team. He doesn't but, fit the profile of what they want to do as a no. receiver. He doesn't. It, it's not. It's a very it's a very bad situation. Yeah, and then when you got Rich the Kid catching more passes than you, then. <laughs> By the way, he was nice. Rich the yeah. Kid was nice. <laughs> Rich the Kid did a good job. He did, but. Dude, plug walking over the place. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also not making eighteen million dollars a year, so that's right. that's besides the point. But Saquon, he looked the best out of all the running backs this week. He looked like he was running downhill. He was running angry. Like, that's what everybody's wanted from him since he came into the league, not tiptoeing, dancing around it. Like, you're a big back, hit that hole, run through guys. Like, he wasn't he wasn't shying away from the contact. That's what I like, too. He looked better in that game than he has at any point in his career. Yeah. He looks That's the best he's looked, and that's the most remarkable thing about it. And you're right. It, it, that conversation about his contract's going to come up. We're going to start hearing more and more about it. Look, I heard the interview where Joe Shane specifically said that named him one of the building blocks he wants to build the team around in the future. So I think he'll be here. Um, he did not name Daniel Jones, though. Uh, but we will. there will be time to talk about him as the season progresses. That man's still throwing picks in the end zone. He's out of here, man. And it, it, that's a bad one. It's a bad one. It's about, but I think Dable is gonna is gonna have him playing his best football at some point in the season. I just I just want to say that like I, eight wins is is a real thing, but is a real target for the Giants. And if they get eight wins, it'll be a large part will be because he's playing his best football at some point in the season. Just 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 putting it out there, he's capable of doing better. That but, or because Saquon broke the Eric Dickerson record. That's possible too. <laughs> that's possible too. <laughs> for real. Definitely. Looking ahead to week two. Week two pickles. Chargers, Chiefs. Who y'all got? I got the Chiefs. I just think the pedigree, Pat Mahomes is going to get it done. They're down Keenan Allen for the Chargers, so it's not really looking too good for them. Like, I think Justin Herbert spread it around a lot more, but you need your star wide receiver in this, this situation. Like, Mike Williams did nothing for you in game one he's gonna have to step up in this game let's see what he can do like we know what pat mahomes is gonna do we gotta see justin herbert this is a big year for him too because now you gotta make a name for yourself in the afc you gotta show that i can compete with pat mahomes and not be second place as usual 
It starts here. I don't know. I I, I think the Chargers are going to win this game. I think the defensive tandem with uh your boy Mac and um, Bosa is is it's going to be a lot for that Chiefs offense to handle. They're going to drop back as many times as they do. Andy Reid's amazing, and the Chiefs can easily win. I think it's a, this is a this is a coin toss game. I don't like picking coin toss games. You know you know how I feel about this, but I think that. If I'm going to pick the game, I, I, I like Justin Herbert more than most. I think he's the best quarterback in football. I really do. I think he's better than Josh Allen. I think he's better than Pat Mahomes. I think he's the best. I think he has the his best arm talent. Some of the throws he makes are inexplicable. Inexpl- and, and Pat Mahomes is just as great with the arm talent. He, he flip a coin between the two quarterbacks. My preference is Justin, Justin Herbert. You guys know how I feel about Jay Herbo. I, I think they have a real chance this weekend, even without Keenan Allen. And with that pass rush duo, they're going to cause some havoc in the backfield too. So, We'll see. And they have a healthy Derwin James back there thrashing around. They got a chance, man. I think they also got J.C. Jackson in free agency, too. He really played a good game. That man hasn't practiced. He, he barely got a limited practice in today. So I don't think he's playing tomorrow. Oh, well, hey, look, I, 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 I'll I bolt up for today. I'll bolt up, and, and we'll see how it goes. But uh, I, I like I like Herbert. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with what I know in, in Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Eric Bieniemy and his play calling for for the offense. I think they're going to come up with a great plan. Look, Justin Herbert's great too. Justin Herbert, he's going to do his thing. But um, I'm going with experience. I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. Pat, Pat's a winner, and he's fired up after last week throwing those five touchdowns. You see the trash talking he did after he threw the fourth touchdown. Looked at Arizona sideline and was like one, two, three, four. That's some Steph Curry s thing right there. So I'm I'm going with Pat Mahomes. Him talking to me while talking to me sound like a Herbert the Crab would piss me off. He's, <laughs> that would piss me off. He, he sounds like Herbert the Crab. He sounds crazy talking trash. I go. I'm going with the Chiefs. Bucks at Saints. Both, both teams are one and up. Bucks. Yeah. Bucks. Bucks win. Um, I don't take this. I don't take. I'm sorry, I don't take their quarterback that serious over over in New Orleans. I I, I think he had a lot pain. of weapons and pain everywhere. Pain, just pain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't take him. Yeah, pain everywhere. I I don't take him. I don't take him that serious. Look, I I think the Saints are a very good team. They'll challenge them, and they could beat them. I'm 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 not saying it's impossible. Another coin flip game is the in division game, but I I'm gonna go with what I know. And I know Tom Brady's really good at football. I know he's frustrated because he got problems at home because his wife don't want to want him sleeping in the bed and he, he'll he'll go to his safe haven and go and, and which is football and he'll play his play his best football right by the way we should before we stop you know before we move on to everybody else's take we should put up on the screen at this part the headline off of that new york uh new york uh that right. cbs headline I, I sent you earlier today okay where they said hey you know tom brady who's lost two super bowls to the new york giants is having problems at home just thinking i just thought it was phenomenal just thought it was phenomenal. Greatest headline I've ever seen. I got to repost that on my story. It's going to go up real soon for the people. And everybody got to make sure they see that. I got the, I got the Saints winning. I got the Saints winning. Um, but you're a big you're a big um, Winston guy. He's a big Winston guy. And I don't believe in that Bucks O-line. Michael Parsons got busy on Tom Brady head a couple times. So that O-line still got some question marks. Leonard, Fren- Leonard Fournette looked pretty good, but the Cowboys, like, come on. So... Let's see how he does against New Orleans Saints. Let's see where everything goes with that. And, hey, outside of Jameis, too, Michael Thomas looked really good, too. Yeah. Michael Thomas looked – he kind of looked like – Landry. He's starting to shape into what he was. And then you got Jarvis Landry helping him out. I think I'm, – I'm a believer in the Saints for sure. 
Next one. Do the Giants start off 2-0 for the first time in I don't know how many years? Panthers at the Giants. It's possible. A it real possibility. It, 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 it's possible. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I don't know how to pick this game. I'll be honest. Um, I hate the Giants if y'all lose to them because – it's a, it's a game, you know. It's gonna be a dog fight. I, I, I some people, I think it's gonna be a dog fight. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick the Giants because simply because I'm a Giants fan. I, seriously, the expertise here go out the window because this game is closely is, is a closely contested matchup, in my opinion. I don't think there's a big difference between the gap between these teams in terms of talent. I, I think the coaching edge just goes to the Giants. I think I'm seriously. I think the Kafka and and Dave all overrule. I'm just going to do that. And, and wait, and wait, Martindale overrule. And if we get Kayvon Thibodeau back, we have a real good chance of having the pass and generating pass rush on that team. Right. We show we can stop the run. We stopped, we stopped Derrick Henry last week. We show we can stop the run. Right. So make that team one dimensional, make, make Baker have to drop back and beat you. And they have a good chance of winning that football game and Baker's struggling. He's not the same quarterback. He is struggling. Um, and it's well-documented. So, this is this is about as golden of a chance that the Giants have had in a long time to be two and zero, and they have a real chance to do it. I think they can, and there's gonna be ju- hey, look, there's gonna be juice in that stadium. It ain't gonna be like that Jets game we saw last weekend where it was quiet and it was like oh, the U.S. Open. Now nah, it's gonna be it's gonna be juice in there because it, the Giants are one and zero, and it's been a long time, and those fans are gonna be ready. I'm telling you, it's gonna be crazy over there. So I think the Giants are gonna win that game off the juice alone, and I think Saquon has a big game. Um. I think Daniel, Daniel Jones has a better game than he did last week. I think he, he corrects some mistakes he made in the last game. I got Giants. And Saquon gets 100-plus yards again? I think so. I think, uh, yeah. I, I, no, I, I think that's a, a formality, the way he runs the football. He gets, I mean, who do, who do the Panthers even have on defense? They have that good uh, – they have their ground. The guy from Auburn dropped a couple – he's a good player from a couple of years ago. Um but other than that, on the and they have uh, they have Burns, they have uh, Hassan Reddick. They still have Gilmore. No, no, they have J.C. Horn. Obviously, he's still there, very good player. But who he's who's going to be covering? Kenny Galladay. So that's okay. Right. We want the we want to the ball to him, so. anyways. You know, I don't think Kenny G's on. He should be inactive. <laughs> we're we're getting there, by the way. I mean, seriously, I don't know if they have a bigger plan for him, and they're going to get him more touches next game, but. I, I also love the Kadarius Tony just getting him more involved. I think he'll be more involved in the game plan this week. Um, Shep, you got to put Shep in. Him and uh, Shep, Shep's guaranteed. Him and Daniel Jones got the chemistry, so he's guaranteed to play. He's phenomenal. He, he's a great player. I love Shep. Um, he'd be great for anybody out of way. But yeah, I think that they have a real chance to win this game. Two and zero. Oh. Two. Yo, Giants go. Giants go two and zero. Oh. It's gonna be hysteria in the city. It's gonna be hysteria. In the, you know, this, they, they're the gonna be peeing going. everywhere in New York. Huh? Y'all gonna, be, y'all gonna be peeing everywhere in New York. Just, just drop the pants and, and go. Hey, you guys have sound like you're, you're such a foreigner, by the way. Look, you're long enough talking about peeing everywhere. Like, like the subway almost like pee. What's wrong with you? Everyone knows the subway smells like pee. Everyone knows that. You know why? Because the homeless is problem. Yo, yo hey, look. You blame it. Blame it on the homeless. Blame it on the homeless. What, who else are you gonna blame who it on? Who else is being in there? Have you been to Penn Station, Chris? Are you seeing? Are you seeing like people making eighty G's a year, hundred G's a year in their suits, just pulling their zippers down <laughs> everywhere? Those people make. First of all, those people make way more than 80, 80 G's whatever, a year. Whatever the hell they make, you know what I mean? They ain't regular people in their pants. Oh, people be it's reckless cold. in the city. It's, it's you, you go out on a Friday night. Is is no limits to what you can do. 
bro. It's you, you see the type. You see the. You see the type of people that frequent New York City. It ain't. It ain't just the the homeless population that's peeing everywhere. You ain't been in the city enough. Hey, you get you get on that. You get on that train going to Brooklyn. You gonna see some things. You gonna see some things. All right, I promise you that. Some of the guys gonna do a line of crack. A line of crack off of your shoulder. I promise you that right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm letting you know. It's the reason why it goes making all that money. It wasn't just fictional. Battle of the mobile quarterbacks. Dolphins at the Ravens. Mobile quarterbacks. Mobile quarterbacks. <laughs> I think it's the Ravens. I'm taking Ravens in this. I think they're going to get the run game, you know, revved up this week. J.K. Dobbins is coming back. Lamar, I mean, Jets have a good run defense, so that was a tough one for them last week. So I think they're going to really, you know, take off this week. I, oh, Ravens, shit. You know I'm picking. I'm picking the Ravens. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a lock. Lamar, you, they, they don't got him mad not paying him his bread. I think he's going to go crazy. Question, right? So we saw the reports. We all saw the reports. That is believed that it's a possibility that Lamar will get traded in the offseason. Hmm. Do you have any belief that Lamar will be traded? Do you believe he'll be a Raven, even if it's not traded? I think they have no other choice. Like who who are they gonna get? They're, they're not gonna they're, they're not gonna lose enough to even get to that point of picking another quarterback. Like this guy is a winner. They said he in his in his first what fifty games, him and Tom Brady have the most wins as far as playing quarterback goes. So, isn't that the objective of playing the quarterback position is to win the game? Who cares if it's pretty or not? Don't do it. And don't. what's to determine if it's a pretty game? Like, don't do that. Yeah, don't do what you. You see, you make see, yo, you anti-black. He's back Wow. He's anti-black. It ain't pretty because it ain't pretty because because of, of Lamar. You see, you see Lamar with his helmet off. He's like, oh, you see, it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty. Look at look at him. Look at him. That's that's what Miles saying. I'm not saying that. I agree with Miles on that part. That. It isn't. It isn't the prettiest. Lamar's just a winner. It's not going. It's not going to be a 500 yard passing game with five touchdowns. No, he's just going to make the plays that need to be made. He could literally. We saw it last year. It was a game where he had two interceptions, two fumbles. Fourth quarter come, Lamar showing up. Lamar's going. He's going to show up. So it's not always. Honestly speaking, it's not always the prettiest game. And to just put it out there though, that's how the Ravens play. Period. Though the Ravens play to just win. We don't care how it's going to look. We don't care if we played the first three and a half quarters. Terrible. We don't care if we gave up five touchdowns. Fourth quarter, if we have a chance to win, more times than not, how the Ravens play, how that organization is ran, they're going to buckle down and win that game. It's that simple. Are we, are we calling it not pretty because of the, of the turnovers? Are we, let's be, are we, can we be honest with ourselves? Can we psychoanalyze ourselves for a second? A little psychoanalysis needs to happen real quick. I think we think the the we associate throwing up a bunch of yards and five hundred yard games, five touchdowns with pretty because the white man does it. Hold up. So what makes it any different? I think that's what we do. I think that's what Miles is doing. I think Miles just think white men are pretty. What makes it any different that Jalen Hurts wins the games the same way? You just don't like Jalen Hurts. So just admit it. It's like you're biased more towards oh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, you cannot you can, hold on. You cannot go. We all know you're more of a, a good at black than a Lamar Jackson. So <laughs> you cannot compare 
Jalen Hurts to, 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 to yo, you, you got me discombobulated. You cannot compare Jalen Hurts to Lamar Jackson. You cannot do that. That's like comparing Ford to, to Lexus. It doesn't make any sense. You can't do that. It's not the same. It, you, these are two guys who win with their legs. Like, that's a huge part of their game. It's a huge part of the game, but Lamar beats you both ways. Lamar beats you both ways, and he's a bigger track record of doing it. He's done it against better opponents. Let's just, let's just be, let's keep it a buck. Damn, can the guy get his foot in the league? Like, you, you're already ready to write him off. You, you, you want to replace him. You opened up Pandora's box. I ain't do it. I ain't compared to Jalen Hurst to Lamar Jackson. I never would have done things so irresponsible, but you did it. So now we can have a real conversation about it. Wow. Okay, Lamar is the his best. His first year, he led him to the playoffs. Huh? In his first year starting, he led them to the playoffs. Did he lead them, or did they just run the ball into oblivion because they're the best O-line in football? I think that's what happened. I don't think Jalen Hurts led anybody anywhere, okay? Jalen Hurts was led by Lane Johnson. He was led. He was led. He was by led. All right. He was led by, 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 by the, just a great roster that they built in, the, in, the, in Philly. They did a good job. But that's, that's what it was. Because when it got to the playoffs, what happened? When it got to the playoffs, what happened? When he got to throw okay. the ball, what happened? But what about Lamar's playoff record? Are we not going to talk about that either? You can point at that, but guess what Lamar's done? Won MVPs. That's what he does. He's won an MVP. He and he did it. He did, and he was the reason why that team, that team won a bunch of games. It wasn't no running game. He is the running game. It, 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 the passing game, he's that too. And then, and guess what? He don't got half the receivers that your man Jalen Hurts has. He's throwing a Bateman and Duvernay and all these random people off the street throwing a Chris Johnson on, on Sundays. He ain't even throwing to nobody. But your man Jalen Hurts throwing it, goddamn J- AJ Brown. Hey, yo, keep my name out your mouth, bro. Uh, all that. <laughs> keep my on. name out your mouth. Monta Smith. <laughs> keep going to Chris Johnson every night, every day. Hey, hey, Speaking of, you mentioned Jalen Hurts. Y'all, y'all on a roll tonight. Perfect transition. Vikings at Eagles. Give me Kirk Kirk Cousins. Give me Kirk Cousins and them Vikings. After what I witnessed last week, give me Kirk Cousins. Hope you're right. I hope you're right. I'll take the I'll take the Vikings. Because I just hate Oh now now he now he want to show Kirk some. Oh, it's not about you you know, he was just talking hot about Kirk. Kirk Because he doesn't like Jalen Hurts. That's it. He don't want him to succeed. It's not about Jalen Hurts at all. He don't he don't like the black man. (laughs) He's trying to make about the black man. Right. Look, look, I want to show people a text. Are you calling Lamar a black ass? Never came out of my mouth. Never he's said that. that his black ass. You think his black ass is Magic Johnson? We don't bounce. <laughs> wow, we really gonna lie about it? Okay, all right, bet. Whoo, <laughs> that's great. That is great. He's got Miles sitting up. <laughs> he's gonna wrap around bounce passes on the fast break. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, y'all gotta chill. <laughs> oh my god! Oh shoot! Yo, before we transition, because you know we gotta talk about, we gotta talk about the Donovan Mitchell trade. But yet again, shout out to our followers and our supporters. They reached out, and a couple of them asked, "Hey, who are y'all picks for Heisman?" So I want to hear from y'all. It's only been week two of college football. But who are y'all early picks for Heisman? I have no idea because I'm not like that tapped into college right now. It's like it's so early in the year. I'm a Gators fan, so I thought Anthony Richardson would be that. And then he laid a dud against Kentucky. Mm. So that's that's gone. 
Let's go over. I don't think Bryce Young's going to win it again because I don't think Alabama's as good as people make them out to be. It could be Stroud from Ohio State. I think it's Stroud, yeah. He keeps playing the way he's playing, and they keep winning. I mean, the numbers are going to be there. He's a good quarterback. He's real good. He looked good in blue. He's a real good quarterback. You said what? You said he would look good in what? He looked good in blue. No, y'all gotta stop winning though. If you want him, you gotta stop winning. I can't. I don't know if I can, we can stop at this point. I think it may just be a format. There we go. Here we go. I don't know if we to stop. I'm just saying they, they got a taste oh, of that. Man. They got a taste of that. Someone got one in New York, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, the bill. Maybe, maybe Bryce. Maybe Stoddle look good in green. Maybe in green. Maybe. You know, maybe anything's possible. Anything is possible, bro. You never know. Your man's over here. That you know. Fornicating with moms, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's he ends up in green. I mean, in the mean green machine. <laughs> the Jets finally fly. <laughs> hey Chris, who's your who's your early pick prediction? I'm gonna go with Bryce Young, just based on what I know. Right, he's elusive in the pocket. He can make the throws. He won it last year. I'm, I'm not counting him out. I seen him play in person last year. The dude can play. The, is Ritter still play. there at Cincinnati? No, he's not at Cincinnati. <laughs> Dumbo. This guy. <laughs> yeah. I really hate you, bro. I really do. Is Ritter shit? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yo. Notre Dame off to a bad start. This is the only time in Notre Dame history that a coach has started off with an 0-3 record. They, only Taylor Taylor Doctor, they just released. It's bad timing. Marcus. This is not good. Is he on the hot seat, Marcus Freeman? I mean, I you got to be on the hot seat at this point if you're 0-2. But you got to give him more than two games to, to get off his feet. Like, they just lost their starting quarterback for the next, like, two to three months. So – of course, they lost to Ohio State. That was going to be a tough game. Also, in this last game against Marshall, they lose their starter. So that's a lot to be put on your plate in year one. So I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, throw him off the boat. Year two, right? Year two. It, no, it's year one because Brian one. Kelly was there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. He, that's he right. coached one game last year. You're he right. Lost that one. Yeah, these two. He was defensive coordinator last year. Why you say throw him off the boat, though? <laughs> First thing that came to mind. Throw his black ass off the boat. <laughs> Y'all are horrible. Right. Y'all, yeah. I listen. <laughs> like, why are we talking about a black guy in the person that came to Miles Mind's a boat? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't condone this. That's crazy. He said, I, I don't condone nah, this. Nah, that's a former Cincinnati coach we talking about, too. I don't condone this. Oh, my God. Yo. Oh my God. He said, throw his black ass off the boat. Wow, yo, see? That's crazy. <laughs> he said, that dude can't coach. <laughs> it's early. So, I don't think we can rush to judgment on what he is as a, as a head coach. But that's what this Notre Dame team is not good. Like they're not a good team at all, so. Nah, hey, look, they uh, they're not, but he's black, so he was in the hot seat the minute he lost that first game. If you ask me, 
I'm saying I know Ohio State was given a loss anyways, and any coach would have lost it with that roster, but I just feel like he was on a shorter leash anyways to begin with. We're just being honest about the way the world works. So I would be surprised if he survives this, to be honest. I'd be surprised if he survives this. I think he's in real trouble. I think he's in more trouble than Brian Kelly. You think you think his leash that short? You think his leash that short? You think Notre Dame's expecting to, to win it all? Like no, and it would be a bad. I, I don't look think his leash is go. that short. Was that? I, I would be surprised if his leash was much longer than this. Though I, I'm just being honest. I mean, I know their expectations shouldn't have been that, but for some reason, black. I've seen crazy things happen with black coaches in, in all sports. So I'm not gonna write the possibility off that he could be out of here by the end of the year, and it, it's not fair and. I hope I'm wrong, and I probably am. But I just have this feeling. I just, you know, I'm sure there was a reason that Brian Kelly left when he did. You know, usually you know, these coaches do that. They they see the writing on the wall that all right, we're not as talented as we were. Mm-hmm. We're making national championship runs, being in the BCS Bowl, and being in the the playoff. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's what he did. He dipped to LSU, which they had a bucket of money. They're in a better conference. Funny enough, he don't get he don't he about to get fired too. Right. Oh, yeah. Funny enough, you lose out there, you're in big trouble. Um, there's no there's no tolerance for that. Zero tolerance policy for losers out in LSU. Right. And even in that press conference where the the, the reporter was firing shots back at him, I'm like, all right, he's not gonna last that long in, in LSU. No, and I think Brian Kelly also he, he called someone a black ass in some interview. A while ago, what he he got in trouble. <laughs> he got in trouble for saying some wild stuff in an interview a couple a while ago. I, I don't remember what it was, but anyway, that ain't nothing new. They just had they just dealt with Ed Orgeon. Like that ain't nothing new. They used to they used to that. Literally LSU, like you said, no losing is tolerated. If you win, say whatever you want. Literally, yeah. Say whatever you want. Do whatever you want. As long as you win, that's all we care about. Yeah. Same could be said when you talk about this Donovan Mitchell trade. All we want to do is win. And the Cleveland Cavaliers pulled the trigger. Donovan Mitchell is with Darius Garland. They only gave up Lori Markkinen, Oche Agabi, Colin Sexton, three unprotected first-round picks, and two pick swaps. What was your takeaways from the Donovan Mitchell sweepstakes? I mean, I feel like they got more for Rudy Gobert than they did for Donovan Mitchell. Well, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's exactly what happened. I think I think that uh, Ainge was on a mission to screw the Knicks at all costs, and he and he did that successfully. I, we, there was an interview that came out today with Donovan Mitchell and Brian Windhorst, and Donovan Mitchell's literally was saying like, "I know more than the average person," and it was really close to me being a Nick, and I thought I was going to be a Nick, and <laughs> obviously he was hinting at some crazy stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't know about yet. I'm sure we'll find out about it in X amount of years. But you can also see he's interested in playing for the Knicks. You can see there's a real interest there. He actually, for some odd reason, he wants to play for the Knicks. So I think that that's something that was that's in the cards and the line. You know, even though he didn't get traded there right away, I don't think he's going to stay in, in frigid, cold Cleveland where you can't go to a friendlies past 9 o'clock. You know, I don't think, you know, I don't think he, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's going to stay there for the rest of his career. So, um that's true. There's nothing. There's nothing good in Ohio. You're trying to send Chris a tree bullet, bro. 
you know what? It all started when it all started when Chris said you look like you look like a saucy Santana, and this thing all went downhill from there. <laughs> he do look like saucy Santana. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've ever seen a picture of saucy Santana. <laughs> oh, I seen a picture. I, bro, I have a I have a picture of you and him pick stitch together. <laughs> that's that's sus. That's a little. It's questionable. Yeah. <laughs> material girl. He out here getting BBLs. You watch. Hey, Hey, yo. Hey, yo. In this trade, who are the losers in this trade? Jazz. Jazz, yeah. Yeah, I I think the deal they had on the table, all the reported deals they had from the Knicks, all of them, for the most part, were better than the deal they actually took. I'd rather take two unprotected first-round picks and take three unprotected first round picks from a team that's going to be really good. I'll take it from the Knicks where I know that those picks will translate to me getting better picks in the draft. Like, that's just the reality of it. The Knicks aren't as good as that Cleveland team. So I'm going to get a better, I'm going to get better picks. You know, even if they were improved with Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson and whatever, I, I'd rather have those picks from the Knicks, right? I'm going to bank on that because they're not as good as that Cleveland team. They're not complete. Um, so trading him there out of spite, trading him to Cleveland out of spite of the Knicks doesn't do yourself, a, you don't do yourself a favor. You don't do yourself a favor, you know? So I think that's really where it kind of lies there. You know, that's kind of how I see it. Um, but yeah, I think that 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 the losers are obviously the Jazz in this situation. For me, when you look at it, something that I think people need to have a conversation about, because of course we were seeing a lot of the people talking about, oh, the Knicks, the Knicks were losers, the Knicks were losers. Hypothetically speaking, right? If Donovan Mitchell went to that team, we talking about Donovan Mitchell, we talking about Julius Randle, we talking about RJ Barrett, and we talking about Brunson. Yeah, that's a disgusting team. That's a disgusting team. That's it, the Knicks won this. The Knicks for the first time shot out to World Wide West. Leon Rose. They did not bite the bullet and just oh we need a star and brought Donovan Mitchell over here. It wanted to work out in the long run. Wait. Well, he got two, three years left on his contract. Let him come over here in free agency and you build a better roster. Shout out to the Knicks for the first time in a while that we've been able to say that. Shout out to the Knicks for making the right decision in the front office. I just want to put that out there because all the nonsense, all the people laughing and trolling the Knicks, no, the Knicks did the right thing. They actually did the right thing. I'm not going to argue against that. I mean, I've, I've been one of the people out there saying the most they should get uh, Donovan Mitchell. But because I don't, I don't believe in the nucleus that the Knicks have right now. The players I, I like the most in the Knicks is Grimes and I like IQ and I like, and Obi is. I, I think there's something there with Obi. I think something's there. Um, but you know, like I, I so that, that's my thing. And I think when you have an opportunity to get a player like Donovan Mitchell on your team, and you, you, you try to do it because you don't want the the added variables in the free agency. You know, when you have Miami gunning for his services and all these other teams gunning for his services, you know, you're not going to be the only team that wants him. So you you gotta you're gonna you're banking on yourself to you know that he wants to come home and wants to live near his mom again. You're just kind of banking on those things, and sometimes it doesn't work in your favor. Um, so the Knicks have, I think, two years to kind of build something that is appealing to people. That where you know, hey, come play. I think I think they have a chance to attract players. I think they have a real good chance. Um, but I, I think the patience is is it was a smart move all in all. Um, and we'll see we'll see how it all works out. We'll see how the RJ extension works out. We'll see how you know. Can you get off the Julius the Julius Randle contract? And is it going to happen? We'll see. 
how's it looking to look with Jalen Brunson running the team? You know, I think it'll, I think it'll be a success, but we'll see. You know, I think there's a lot of variables to Knicks, but I think they did make a good choice. So you, you make a lot of great points there. I, I'm sure Miles agrees because, you know, everything the Knicks does is perfect in his eyes. And it's the Knicks are the, are just the golden standard in the NBA. <clears throat> I don't know where that came from. This is it's been a real targeted show today. If you guys can't tell. There's been a lot of a lot of slander for some reason. I don't get it. But um yeah, I don't think the, the Knicks lost this trade because they didn't have to give up any of their picks. I think Grimes has real potential there, and that's why the Jazz wanted him, they wanted other people, but they tried to, you know, rob us blind. And I'm glad this this place didn't let that happen. Like Steve Mills is not here anymore. So we don't have to make these dumb trades that make no sense. Like let the youth play. We need to let like Grimes play, Obi play, IQ, RJ. Like we got we got potential with some of these guys and you have to see what they they have and what they can do as a team before you, you know, try to move forward with that. And I mean the fact that some of these teams, they're keen on Grimes, they're keen on IQ, RJ, means that we do have some talented young pieces. So why, why give all that up just for one guy to come here and deplete the roster when we can develop these, these guys more and, and see who, who's going to be a part of the future? Real quick, what's Grimes ceiling? In your, in your opinion, what is Grimes ceiling? Honestly, I think he could be like a 20-point scorer. I like the comparison of Allen Houston. That's a, that's a real nice comparison right there. He's a shooter. He plays good defense. He plays hard. And I think his game is improving. Like, we saw it in summer league. He's been working on his handle, trying to work off the dribble. So he's not just, you know, locked into a, a, a 3 and D role. He's got more to his game than that. And if you look back, he was a five-star coming out of high school. He went to Kansas. Everybody thought he'd be one and done. But as we know, sometimes it takes longer for these guys to develop. And he went to Houston. Things kind of developed a little more. And now I think he's a key piece of our future here. So I'm glad they didn't give up Grimes because I would have been upset. I wanted, if I had to pick, I was going to say IQ would be the one in the trade that I'd, I'd give up. But even that, I'd, I wouldn't feel that great about. But at the end, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should have given up anybody for Donovan Mitchell. If this clearly. Is, huh? Clearly, you don't think that. Clearly, yeah. I mean, even IQ couldn't get traded? Damn. These, yo, no, no, no. I'm saying IQ could get traded for Donovan Mitchell. But – like at what cost? We're giving up what six first round picks at this point? That's what they were they wanted. They didn't get that. They didn't get that, yeah. Because they, they got two swaps and three firsts. Yeah, because that was the, the New York tax. They wanted to rob us and the bank is closed. I mean, I don't, look, I don't know how giving up RJ Barrett didn't get the deal done. RJ Barrett is an incredible player, right? Like, how did that not make them sell because they wanted more clearly they wanted more than just rj and two unprotected first round picks that's crazy i thought that's fine we're just take rj and the first round picks and cool we got grimes still we got iq but they wanted grimes 
They wanted probably IQ along with that. I'm not cool with that. I I agree that that would have been a bad deal for the Knicks. I I you, you yeah you don't want to give up all that stuff. Grimes and IQ I thought was kind of where it would stop, or maybe Grimes and Obi, and then you kind of move on. Like I thought that's kind of where the deal would stop. I I think Grimes is going to be really really good. Yeah, I, mean, I think he's going to be really really good. I really like I think he should be the starting too this year. But you know sure. money money talks and Fournier. I guess they got to figure that out too because they've been including him in deals and who knows. They can't get rid of him. Yeah, I know. He was going to be in that deal, but of course it didn't come to fruition. So they didn't want to do the Knicks any favors. Looking at looking at this Cleveland roster. So now you got Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, you got Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. What do we think about this team? So in a seven-game series, if they saw some of these other teams in the Eastern Conference, I'm gonna list them. You tell me if they beat any of these teams in a seven-game series. The current Cleveland roster, right, going against Miami. No. Seven-game series. I don't think so. They could, they could beat them. They could beat them, bro. I don't – I mean, I'll, I'll give Miami the edge because of experience. I'll say Miami against seven. They, they, could, they could beat that team, though. I'm just, I'm just keeping it a buck. It's a, it's a coin flip for me. It all depends on Evan Mobley. I think he's the key to this team. Like, if he turns out to be, like, KG, then they got something. They got, they got real potential in the East. They could beat that. They could beat that Miami team. I, I'm changing my opinion. I think Cavs and Cavs win that series, bro. Cavs and seven. I'm t- I would take them. Boston Celtics. I'm going to go Boston uh, off of what the defense they've established, the way they play. I think they've established enough of a championship pedigree at this point for me to pick them in a series. And I think they're ascending. I think Jalen Brown's getting better. I, I think they're a good team. We'll see if that if the trade talks didn't ruin their team. We'll find out. But I, I, I'd take the Celtics. The Nets? What about y'all? If this is a loaded question, if the Nets are healthy and they're all right, and we're you know we're, everyone's in the court, which I think everyone will be, I would pick the Nets to win that series. I think the Nets are a better team. I think they've got the, all the wings they've added. Ben Simmons' defensive ability to cover any of those guys, maybe except Ja. I, I think they'd win that series. And Katie, they have the best players in the series too. They have the best players in the series by a pretty large large margin. I think the Nets should win that series. Yeah, I, mean, I would have the Nets in like five in that series, honestly. I, I do think the Nets would beat them handily. I think they'd win in six tops. And then yeah. the Bucks. What about the Bucks too? I, I was just yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks are the best player in the series, I think. You know, I I, I got to, you know, you get seven games, you know Giannis is going to – can can really walk – can curb stomp those guys. It's Giannis. Like, I, I'm giving that credit. So, I, I'll take the Bucks. I, I take the Bucks. I think Drew Hardy and those guys have a known rapport. I'll, I'll take them over the Cavs. What about – so another team that was above them this last year in the playoffs, 76ers. That's oh, Cavs. Cavs. Cavs <laughs> uh, he don't like the fat suit. He don't like him. I don't like the fat suit, but, like, think about the construction of that team. Seriously, I mean, I, the compare the starting fives. You know, when you talk about the Sixers, you have P.J. Tucker – James Harden, uh, Embiid, and who, who are you filling in those other two spots? Is it Daniel House or something random? Or and Max, 
in Matt. Yeah, I, 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 I love Maxi. I love Maxi. Really, really good player. So, uh, but no, I think that the Cavs would beat him. I, I think the Cavs are starting five and just overall team. Kevin Love coming on the bench and and the other guys they have. You know, Okoro probably is a starter. But yo, Karis Levert coming off the bench too. Karis coming off the bench. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Look, and that they're going to start. They're going to start Okoro. They're going to start Okoro with yeah. DD Donovan Mitchell, Mobley, Jared Allen. Hey, I'm keeping a buck with you. Let's see how long that lasts. Yeah, Okoro's not that good. Okoro's not good. I, I see why they're doing it, because defense and corner three-point shooting. I see why. Like, another guy would just – you don't need Donovan Mitchell and Karras on the court at the same time, because they both like to have the ball in the hands of play a certain kind of way. But let's see how long that lasts. Seriously. I, I, Okoro had some real rough spots last year. And actually, he's a big part of the reason why that team struggled on the stretch. He was just not making corner threes. So, hold up. He's going to start over Karras? That was a rumor. I, did, I do. Hey, I that's do. what they're saying. That's yeah, what they're saying. Yeah, Antonio's right, bro. He's right. They I was, was doing about, that. They was thinking about doing that. That way, Karras could run and play how he want to play, and he run that whole second crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I'm Karras, I don't want to be there anymore. I think Karras, <laughs> that's the real – and I think they're trying to talk about, uh, about an extension with him, too. So they want him around, but you may have to start that guy. He's earned it in this league, by the way. He's earned the, the, the right to be a starter in the NBA. Um, I think I think it all falls really on Bernie Biggerstaff and being able to figure it out. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of actual good coaches will tell you, give me the talent, I'll figure the rest out. Right. You got to figure that out. I think you got to figure it out somehow to make that mesh and work. And that's between DG, who I think out of all of them is the most willing passer out of all of them. DG, Donovan Mitchell, and Karis LeVert. I think that falls on... D. Mitch and Levert, how they going to balance out with each other? Yep. Last team, Raptors, Cavs, Raptors, Cavs, Cavs, Cavs. Cavs. This trade's put them over them, uh, and and also the Raptors didn't get any better this offseason. They're the same team, so I, I, I'm definitely going to go with the with the Cavs there. Unless Pascal suddenly became, you know, the blood diamond Michael Jordan. Which I don't think happened. So, so now we got D. Mitch and we got D. G. in the backcourt. Best backcourts. Who you got? D. G. Donovan Mitchell, Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine. D. G. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. D. G. and Donovan Mitchell. D. Lo and Edwards. I still would take D. G. Donovan Mitchell. And Edwards is better than any of the players we did name, though. Just worth just worth mentioning. And Edwards might be better than all players named. I love I, I love DG. DG and Don and Don are the better, the better backcourt. <laughs> this one should be funny. DG, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxi, James Hart. You do I gotta say it? Do I really have to say it? I know you want to say Tyrese and James. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. James, yeah, all right. James is uh James is, is going to roll his way to the regular season this year. DG, Donovan Mitchell, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. DG, Donovan Mitchell. More, t- I mean, they're more talented backcourt. Marcus Smart's in it. I, he's cool, whatever. He played good D or whatever, but I just, 
I love Jalen Brown though. He's, he's the best player. He's the best player of all the players you've named. Yeah, I was about to say that I like the Jalen Brown in that situation. Out of all the four players, Jalen Brown is the best. He's the player. best one. Yeah. What about DG, Donovan Mitchell, and uh, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry? Well, Clay Clay's also Clay's a little washed. He's a little washed up, but I'm still you got to take Steph Curry and Clay play. So, how about Spider DG against John Morant, Desmond Bain? John Morant doesn't win that one for me. Yeah. Because of how good J- John Morant's just, he's just ridiculous. So, yeah. And Bain, Bain took a, a nice step last he year. Did. He did. I'm sure I know the answer for this one from both of y'all, but we got to ask for the people. Spider, DG against Luca and Tim Hardaway Jr. Luca. Luca. This is him alone. He's, a, he's one of the five superstars in basketball. Dang. Dang. That's- you can do DG and Donovan versus, versus Luca, and I still take Luca. You could do, do DJ and Donovan versus Luca and me, and I still take Luca. I was just about to say, like, that Joe doesn't even mention Hardaway. He said they said Luca. <laughs> I don't think Tim Hardaway mentioned himself in this conversation. <laughs> Spider Mitchell, DG, Trey, and DeJounte. Yeah. Um DG Donovan Mitchell. I agree. I think. That's a disgusting backcourt, too. DG, Spider. What, you have a second thoughts on that one? That's hard. Trey, Trey's, Trey's incredible. Trey's incredible, yo. We don't play even a lick of defense, but neither the DG and Dom don't play defense either. And Trey took a team, took that team over to the conference finals the year before. I, I may have to take that. I may have to take Trey, bro. I got I to put, gotta put a similar amount of respect on Trey's that I put on Luka. They're not the same – you know, but Trey is a superstar type guy, so I'm gonna go Trey and Dejounte. Last one, DG Donovan Mitchell against CP3 and Devin Booker. Oh, sixteen Devin Booker. Yeah. Come on. You know, we go. We go. We go. End off the show with this. We talked about it in the chat. Mm-hmm. Greg brought it up. Mm-hmm. Who you want? Mm-hmm. Best players. 25 and under. Oh, he's lucky. I he's like, oh, Miles does the bullet. This is what you're doing? Okay. Miles does the bullet. I thought you were going somewhere else. Oh, where, where you thought I was going? Where, where, going where, 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 no. <laughs> would you would you rather? Would you rather with uh with RJ Barrett? I thought you, I thought you were going there for a second. Oh, same, same, same thing because RJ Barrett is the, the main denominator in all of these. Yeah, he got his contract. Let's talk, let's talk about let's talk about it. He got his contract and he's the future of the New York Knicks. We should do this. Would you rather? And we'll do it with the top 25 players. And um, or to, or on top, or under 25 players, I should say. Top under 25, yeah. Big so, three. would you rather? Go off of every single one? Not every one. That's ridiculous. Oh, I got, I got. Maybe a couple. You got a list. You know you got, got a list. I got a nice little, little list. I would like to hear Miles' opinion on this anyways. Get. Would you rather R.J. Barrett, Luka Doncic? Come on now. This is like. I had to start like, off Will Chamberlain or Dikembe Mutombo. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> Luca RJ is RJ Barrett, Trey Young. Oh, Trey Young. Trey Young. I didn't hear. I, I had to register. RJ Barrett. Would you rather RJ Barrett, John Morant? John Morant. Demetrius, of course. Would you rather RJ Barrett, LaMelo Ball? LaMelo. LaMelo Ball. Would you rather R.J. Barrett, Jordan Poole? Poole. 
I'll take a pool. You look, 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 look. I'll take a pool though. I'll take a pool for sure. Look at him, look at him, look at him. <laughs> look at him. Oh my god. You got RJ over Jordan Poole? I mean, we're all naming we're naming guys who have actually been given a chance to, you know, prove themselves for a full season. What? Like, RJ didn't get the reins until like the second half of the year. One, he's still developing his game. So this is like a guy who plays defense, or you know, a guy who you know, look at the excuses. <laughs> I think well, in the long in the long run, I'd take RJ. Well, okay. That's, would that's, you that's interesting? Would you rather RJ Barrett, Sadiq Bay? RJ. Sadiq. Sadiq Bay. Would you rather RJ Barrett or Jalen Green? Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Look, look. <laughs> Yo, Jalen Green, bro. Jalen Green is far more talented. Far more talented. Leaps and bounds. This is nuts. I can't believe it. <laughs> what? Are you waiting on my answer? Yes, I'm waiting on your answer. You I mean, if he gets his head around him, yeah, Jalen Green. What's wrong with his head? I think he. you're referencing shot selection. Is that what he's referencing, really? Shot selection and, and you know, passing a little more. All right. Not just about scoring, unless – I'm not saying that. I'm not nah, saying. Speak that. your mind, coach. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the talent. We talking about talent level. The talent disparity between these two players is vast. It is. Jalen Green is a far better prospect. I am taking. Jaylen, I'll take my chance with Jalen Green and have him to, and coach him up the right way so he plays basketball like and he's in, he plays basketball the right way. That's the way we, we deal with this. But RJ I, is not as talented as him. It's not the same. I'm not taking RJ over Jalen Green under in any world. Why would I do that? Why would you do that? Would you rather – we got a couple more left. This one should be interesting. This has touched a special chord on this podcast multiple times. Would you rather R.J. Barrett or Tyler Hero? R.J. You could, get, you could giggle and all that stuff. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll we, know you, we know you want to pick your white mamba. That's what you want to do. <laughs> Yo, in this in this case, White is right. I'm taking I'm taking I'm taking Tyler Hero. All right, go for it. <laughs> I gotta take Tyler Hero, bro. I gotta take Tyler Hero. Come on, this 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 pedigree there. It's, it's pedigree there. I know he plays on a better team, but six man of the year awards don't grow on trees. He can easily start for most teams in the NBA. He's a far more skilled offensive player. He's got counters in his bag. He doesn't just attack in straight lines. I know you know he's not the defensive player that RJ is, but he's just a better offensive player. Just pure, purely a way better offensive player. And that and, and, and RJ's in a good enough. 2022, 2023, we're coming. We're waiting. Oh my God. RJ's not a good enough defender to make up that gap between two players. If RJ was like a lockup, if, if RJ had Lou Dort's defensive ability, I would pick RJ. Seriously, he does not. He's not that good of a defender. He's just not. It's not true. Don't let the Knicks propaganda fool you. Tyler Hero is a better player. Y'all worse, worse than the Nazis, I swear. Take the white man. Would you rather R.J. Barrett, Tyrese Maxey? 
Tyrese. All right. All right. We got four more left. Would you rather Scotty Barnes or RJ Barrett? Scotty. There we go. There we go. Would you rather RJ Barrett, Evan Mobley? Mobley. Oh, I say, Mo, yeah, Mobley. Yes. Would you rather, we just mentioned him, RJ Barrett, Darius Garland? Probably DG. Probably D. Darius Garland, without a, by a, by a country mile. Darius Garland. I don't need to, I obviously don't need to mention Anthony Edwards. I don't need to mention Zion. No, you don't. Last person. He has not played a game yet. You didn't need to, you didn't need to mention uh, Darius Garland. I didn't, but I just wanted to just. <laughs> I didn't need to mention Luca either. I just, I just did it just to have something to post, just to make sure we were all on the same page with that. You have to establish a line of logic, so I understand why you're doing it, of course. R.J. Barrett, would you rather R.J. Barrett or Paolo Banquero? Paolo. Paolo. He's a 6'10 forward who could dribble and shoot. So, yeah. They're special there. They're special there, right? Like, there's this it's special. There's game. It's special written on this game. But, like, with RJ, I don't see special. I think that's where we have the problem. Okay? Because if we talk about RJ Barrett, we're going to just wrap up the conversation. Let's wrap it. Let's wrap it right here. Let's wrap it. If we're going to talk about RJ Barrett, what does that guy do really, really well? What does he do really, really well? Is there anything he does on the basketball court really, really, really well? With with Darius Garland and shot creation, John Moran yeah. is shot creation. You know, like all these guys have something to do really, really well. Trey Young, an amazing shooter, shot creation. There's something that's at a high level. Jalen Green, shot creation. That's at a high level. He's better than most at it. Even now, he's just it's just not refined. But you see the raw ability. It's there. What does he do at a great? great great level Knicks fans should ask themselves that when they talk about this 104 this 104 million dollar contract which isn't a bad contract but they talk they're talking about it and you talk about the future and you're talking about rj barrett and him being your future and you're talking yourselves into that what does that guy do really really well he can get downhill nobody can he really not do that very very well though but once he starts finishing at the level that he can then that's the whole point of getting downhill yeah I don't. I don't care if a player can get downhill if you don't finish. If you're not finished at the basket, you got to finish. Takes time. It takes. Not, every, not everybody can be. You know, who Kevin Durant right off the bat, or he was picked top three. That's the standard. That's the standard. <laughs> that's the at top three. That's the standard. No, I mean it's not Kevin Durant per se, but it's like player. It's Ja. It's it's Darius Garland. It's you know that's the standard. You're right, but at the same time, nobody's on DeAndre Hunter's head. About how he's been playing. He's but actually then he's actually again. Not, he's actually not bad. He's not bad at all. He's a good pro, man. He's really not bad. I get I get what you're saying. He's I get it. There's been more conversations about RJ Barrett than most NBA players at this stage in their career. He plays for the Knicks and he was a top yeah. pick. Yeah, and he he never shied away from that. He's not shying away from it now. He probably he's still working on his game. So I think he takes that as a, a badge of honor playing for the Knicks, which most players wouldn't. 
he wanted to come to play for the Knicks. So that means he knew what was coming with it. If he played on the, the Grizzlies or the Pelicans, we wouldn't be talking about him with such, you know, disdain as you do. But because he plays for the Knicks, there's all this, this negativity that comes with, oh, it's not just like he plays for the Knicks, though. It's who it you guys is. passed up. It is. It's, it's, real. it's who you guys passed up on to take him. And I was saying in the draft, and I and I have people. I've, I'm telling you, I can corroborate this. I have people. I said, hey, y'all got to take this kid. Darius Garland. He's the one. Got to take him. You got to take him. And I was saying it for the draft. I was I was beating that drum. And then y'all took R, y'all RJ Barrett. Of course, you guys did. And I was like, damn, you guys made a huge mistake. You're gonna look back at this and be upset when Darius Garland gets going. People laughed at me when Darius Gone got hurt early in his career because it didn't look like it was going to go anywhere. And then, boom, it happened. Like, just like that. I saw it. I saw it in high school. I saw special. It's there. I don't see special with RJ Barrett. There's nothing. There's, it's not special. It's not special. You, you know what? And, and to be fair, it wasn't special with Andrew Wiggins either. And there was a lot of hype about him. And there was no special. It was never there. I never loved that guy. I never loved this game. It's the same thing. And it's not just because they're both Canadian. It's the same thing. I'm telling you, this is a good comp. Yeah. So hold up. If he's averaging like 24, 25 points a game, five rebounds, three assists, team is in like the top five range. Okay. We're still just writing no, them that's off. True. Things are still change. writing them off. No, no, that's because it feels. But you know what's funny? That's what it feels, you know what what it feels like. Don't, I like when Knicks fans throw numbers at me because you, you know though, that little Knicks fan TV account, you posting all the numbers, you're like, oh, RJ averaged. 20 points this year. That's more than Fred Van Vliet. So he's better than Fred Van Vliet? We both know he's not. We both know numbers don't mean everything. No, we're, it's right. But that means there's talent there. You can't say that he's not a talented player in this league. I don't – he's talented. You, everyone in the NBA is talented, though. That don't mean – I don't know if you see it that way. Everyone's talented. Everyone you got your, talented. your skewed few. That's not it. And you know, you know what I'm right. This guy doesn't have spe- – he does not have top three picks special written on his game. He does not have that. He does not. When the guy taken after you is an all-star last year and leads his team to heights, you know, crazy heights. Come on, man. Like, what are we talking about? Like, we, you know special when you see it. You know special when you see it. You, I think you know in your heart of hearts, RJ is not special. Yo, I totally forgot to mention. That's so. That's my bad. Didn't mention him on the list. He just got traded. You want, would you rather RJ Barrett or Colin Sexton? For him, it's easy. For him, it's easy. I don't see special on Colin Sexton's game, but I think he has he has moments where he's special. Where he's been special. I, I, I like Colin Sexton's game a little more than like RJ's game. To be honest with you, I'll, be, I'll keep it. I'll keep it stat. That's because you like him slapping the floor and you know. I don't. I don't. Slobbering while he's playing defense. That's <laughs> that's the type of guy you like. That's the AAU mentality you like. It's, it's I can really see not. It's really. Not. In fact, you know me. I know I hate I hate that stuff. I hate all the extra stuff. I hate the fat dev nonsense and all that crap. But. No, seriously, he he has the ability to take over a game, and I, I'll take I'll take him, I'll take him, I'll take him over RJ. RJ got RJ got proved me wrong. That's all I'm saying, man. I won't say nothing then. When you prove me wrong, yeah, you will. I ain't gonna say. And and, and 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 look, I hope he does prove me wrong because I, I hope he does. But at the same time, I, I don't know where it's coming from. I'm gonna keep it a stack. Man, you got your legs crossed, fingers crossed behind that screen. You don't wish anything good for RJ. Just admit it. You want to see him not succeed. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. But it's, this goes to the pain of a long-suffering Knicks fan. I told y'all that Darius Gone was in a hunt. I told him he was in a haunt. What, what, about, what about Tyrese Halliburton? 
Oh, Tyrese, oh, Tyrese. is oh, yeah. miles, miles better. And Anthony Simons is miles better too. Who? Anthony Simons is miles better than him. The, the irony of what I'm saying, by the way, miles better. But yeah, he's, he's, he's much, he's, yeah. Tell me he's not miles. No, he's, he's a good player. And I Don't think. Do. Don't. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead. You, you continue on your rant. I'll let you finish. Yeah, before we close out, speaking of Colin Sexton, they gave him a new contract. What do you think Colin Sexton actually is in this NBA? And how do you think another player that got traded there, THT, do they kind of revive their careers in good old Utah? Well, I think THT has a better chance of doing that just because now he's not out of that. He's out of that shadow, as we've seen a lot of the young players that leave L.A. when LeBron's been there. They have a chance to grow. They have a chance to show what they can do in the NBA because they're not just standing there watching the man dribble the whole time, which I'm not saying LeBron's just like some ball hog, but when you play on a LeBron team, this is what comes with it. Like he's the guy. There's no room really for you to get your, your buckets off, show what you can really do. So now he's on this awful team and he can show what he, he can do. Like that's what, you're supposed to do on a bad team. If you got talent, you better show it because there's 29 other teams in the league that are watching you too. He is the typical Chicago basketball player in the sense that he has to have the ball in his hands and in, in ISO situations to create. So I think he'll look better just by default because he'll have more opportunities like that. But if you're on a LeBron team, like Miles is saying, if you can't play off the catch, if you don't make threes and you can't play efficiently off the catch with your dribbles and get the pull-ups and get the floaters, you're not going to be very good playing with LeBron James. And THT was not very good. He wasn't good at all shooting off the catch. So it, it eliminated him from being effective for the Lakers. But I think he has a good chance there. And I think Colin Sexton's going to have a ball in his hands. He's going to have a chance to create. He's, he's a talented player. He can go out there and average 22 points a game in, a, in a regular, an NBA season. He can do that. He really can. And it what's won't look really hard. Hmm? What's, what's Colin Sexton's ceiling? Ah, uh, in today's NBA, being an all-star is tough. I, he could, I mean, he could have a crazy top, year in one of these years, though. Like a top 15 point guard. I could see it. I think, yeah, I think he could get he, – he's the kind of guy where at the end of his career, if he told me he was an all-star twice, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, he's a guy who's going to probably touch, get close. I think his ceiling's like a Dinwiddie ceiling. Like, that kind of player. Like, just microwave guy. Coming up, come in, heat you up, get buckets. And he could start for you, too, in a pinch. So I think that's I think Dinwiddie's kind of the guy I look at. I'm like, oh, okay, like I can see that career being his career kind of being like that. Like, you know, I can see it. Well, Dennis Schroeder now has beat Giannis, Luca, and Jokic. Mm. And is still a free agent. Mm. Dennis Schroeder, we all made we made jokes and all he dropped the bag. We did. Still ball. Dennis Schroeder needs to be signed. And obviously. As a free agent right now, he's staying ready. And you know the vibes here. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Bench mob, TV out. Peace. Peace.